Hey guys, this is Dustin from Music the Lifeblood. Real quick, I want to tell you guys about my favorite Midwestern record store, Indie CD and Vinyl, located at 806 Broad Ripple Ave in the throbbing Broad Ripple neighborhood of Indianapolis, Indiana. They've got stacks of wax, metal, hardcore, punk rock, reggae, crazy electronic shit that you've never even heard of that you got to check out. Indie CD and Vinyl has it all. You can find these guys on Facebook and Twitter at Indie CD and Vinyl. Go check them out. Indie CD and Vinyl, where the music is at. Sitting around with time to kill. If we don't do it, then no one will. Our eyes are cold, our thoughts are old. You are now listening to Music The Lifeblood Generation behind Going nowhere's just fine Maybe tonight's the night we die Extra Ultra Mega Special Edition of Music The Lifeblood Big Jake what are we talking about? Dustin, you'd say we're pretty close friends, right? At this point, we hang out a lot. We do the shows. We yeah. Pre- would you say that perhaps we should take this to the next level <laughs> and become turbo lovers? <laughs> what say you, sir? <laughs> what say you? Perhaps we should have some wild nights and hot and crazy days. <laughs> we're talking Judas Priest today. We're talking specifically Turbo Lover. Yeah. Yeah. And the subsequent album, Turbo. Yeah. The double or al- Twin Turbo is what it was going to be. The double album that never was. Indeed. Or never could be. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, quite. Mm, yes. All right. Here's what, here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. This song, Turbo Lover, mm-hmm. and this album. Good. Makes, <laughs> makes me makes me want to fuck my wife fast <laughs> and hard. <laughs> it just it just gets me amped. I, did this, like, I dig this I'd be, album. I'd be like, fucking boner! <laughs> I can't. They literally just called this, could have called this album boner. And I would have been like, yeah, that's fine. That's the same. It's I call, the same. I, I affectionately, I affectionately call it, I did, and I'm, you're literally the only person I've shared this with. Oh, yeah? Ever. Yeah? Ever. I affectionately call this album Thrust 86. Because of the year? And- yes. Okay. I feel, I feel like it just as well could have been called Thrust. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah I feel, yeah. Because it gives you a, a distinct thing in your hips. It makes you, yeah. you want to uh, make the fucks. <laughs> it does. I don't know if that's true. Actually, this All did not right. make me want to make the fucks. I don't know. It just <laughs> this made me just want to listen to more Judas Priest. I guess. So, uh. <laughs> I've been binging on this album the last. I listened to. I just like. I liked this album before we decided to do this. I just like this album. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's fucking incredible. We'll talk about it because there's 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 a particular comparison that we both drew. Oh, about yeah. this album, this is oh, yeah. if it's right into that niche. <laughs> well, I remember the first time I listened to the, the the album, 
And I went, I went, oh. This isn't Judas Priest. <laughs> I got I to go check my DVDs. <laughs> You know, what? Because I'm like, this has got to be on that soundtrack. Oh, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah. yeah. It's not, but it might as well be. Yes, it, it should be the whole soundtrack. <laughs> um, all right, all right. So the <laughs> it's the Judas Priest Turbo Lover slash slash Turbo slash, slash Twin Turbo slash Thrust 86 <laughs> episode coming straight at your face. Straight th- thrusting directly at your face. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back. It's it's going to get nasty. Are you on Facebook? I bet you probably lay in bed for hours mindlessly scrolling through bullshit being posted by people that you hardly know and probably don't care about. Well, break up the monotony of a bunch of dumbasses whining about shit you don't care about and go like Music the Lifeblood on Facebook. That way, you can get some meaningful metal, hardcore, and punk rock shit in your news feed. Facebook.com backslash Music the Lifeblood. Motherfucker! Big Jake, yo, you got a favorite song on this album before we jump into the video? I think Locked In's my favorite song on this you album. You got Locked In! Yeah, I think Locked In's my favorite locked song. Locked Inside Your Life! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good song. They're all good. What was that, second song? Second song, Side yeah. one? Yep. Yeah, I still like Out in the Cold. Um, Out in the Cold, Ballad, mm-hmm. they opened up with Out in the Cold on the Fuel for Life tour. They open with a ballad? Yes. Weird. That's how big their nuts were. That's we- I don't think I'd like that if oh, I was at a show. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Rob Halford, you know, they start the song. Do, 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 do. And then... All the lights and come then on. KK, yeah, yeah. KK and Glenn come out from, like, kind of underneath the drum riser. And Rob... Sings the whole first verse off stage. Oh, that's kind of neat. And then there's a ramp at the back of the stage where he walks up and yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as that big um, uh, pre-chorus mm-hmm. hits, Rob walks up over the ramp and the crowd goes, Rob Alford, you're the greatest metal singer. And it's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. I bet that's pretty cool. Easily one of my most favorite Judas Priest moments. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It must be nice to be a vocalist and to always be like the whole band could come out and nobody gives a fuck until you come out. Yeah. <laughs> I do what I want. It's such a weird feeling. Had a lot of costume changes on that tour. Like during the show? Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's fucking all about it. I mean, can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> that well. <laughs> <laughs> Hate to play into a stereo. It's not even a stereotype. We've seen it happen. It's yeah. not even a stereotype yeah, anymore. Yeah. I, it's just it, Rob. <laughs> we we should at least address that. Should we? I mean, you know, who do, who doesn't know? Well, I, if you're listening to this, you probably know. When did he he came out on MTV 120 Minutes? I think it was like 97, 98. Um, well, he came out. He was when 97, 98. It was that late? Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, we got to look at this. Look at like look at this song, look at this album through the lens of time. Yeah. And the socio-political environment of that time. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, um 
imagine if he had came out like uh like 1986 like on this tour I came out, be like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gay, we're Judas Priest. All right, let's rock. I think you know, if uh, there was going to be an album to release the fact that you're homosexual, this is the one to do it. <laughs> I mean, this versus, this versus like, breaking the law right, or right. hellbent for leather. Right. Like, well, like, man. This is, I mean, this album is, I mean decidedly more commercial. Oh, absolutely. Then they were definitely cashing in on the synth pop. Hellbent for leather, yeah. killing machine or fucking fuck whatever. Painkiller. Stained class or whatever. Oh, painkiller is after this. Yeah, yeah. But there's, there's still turbo, then ram it down, then painkiller. They just sort of ramped up and got angrier and angrier yeah. and angrier. Good. They got rid of the drummer and they got a young guy named Scott Travis and mm-hmm. they're all like, we're a fucking metal band. Is he the same guy who drummed for Halford? Like Scott, the ba- Scott the Travis. band Halford, he drum he played drums in Fight. Okay, because I, I remember seeing not, like not in Halford. I, I remember seeing think. DVDs of Halford, and it's like Rob Halford, and then like everyone is about Halford's age except for the drummer. The drummer was a really young blonde guy, and I was like, no, hmm. that's not Scott Travis. Okay, no, no, Scott Travis is a big fucking buff, like six foot eight dude. Oh fuck, like okay. he's huge. Okay, he's huge, especially. See videos of him on the Painkiller tour, and like he is a fucking monster. <laughs> he like barely fits in the bus. Yeah, he's like Dave Dalton. Like, like <laughs> oh god, like, oh, Dave's so god. tall. Ah! <laughs> anyway, anyway, we should yeah, we should at least address that because I mean, you know what I mean. I feel I feel like it can go it can go being unsaid at this point because everybody knows. But for, for, for in case someone doesn't know, I guess we should say something. Rob Halford likes dudes. Yeah. It. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, he's Rob. It was. We had a. I I put. I put something on the music, the Lifeblood Facebook. Um, I don't know, week or two, whatever. And uh, it was this video of Rob. I think it was a video at an interview from around that time, and I was talking about (laughs) boom crash. Sorry, sorry. It was him just talking about. You know, I think. Most of my life, most people that know me know I've been a gay man. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. He came out and that was it. He was, pro- by the way, he was pro- promoting an album around that time of a, a band he was in called Two. Okay. It's the letter, or it's the number two. Yeah. W O. Ugh. Creative. I feel like I haven't heard that for a reason. They had an album called Voyeurs. <laughs> um, and it's like an industrial sort of like nine inch nailsy. Really? Danzig, Black Acid Devil sort of thing. I think John hmm. John Five from Manson and Rob Zombie worked with him on that album. Hmm. So heads up. Anyway, if you want to go back and check it out. I don't. I don't I don't want to say like it's not like a massive steaming pile of shit. It's just weird. It's yeah, it's just you can, weird. You can kind of feel that he's out of his element a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's one of those times hey. where you can go, he's trying new things. It's kinda of yeah, like the first yeah. time I ate sushi. Like clearly yeah, trying new things. Don't know the fuck I'm doing, but Going to eat this sushi. Why not? Yeah. But anyway, I remember seeing that interview, and I, I remember being with my brother. Mm-hmm. And my, bro- did, my brother, Derek, he's been on the show before, way back in like season two, and he pops in and does stuff every now and then. Um, I remember sitting there with my brother, and we were watching it, <laughs> and we got done watching the, you know, and we just looked at each other and went, well, Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I have a hard time. I have a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that everyone didn't know. It's the same you thing. Like, I mean? like, just lately, we had the experience with Barry Manilow, and it's like Barry Manilow's gay. Yeah, and it's like Barry. 
<laughs> Come on, buddy. Is it really? I think it was just like two weeks ago, if that. Mandy. Yeah. Okay. I'll, let me let me fact check that. I'm pretty sure I mean, it was Barry Manilow. Fact checking will ruin this podcast. I'm so, so glad you're saying that now. Just, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, kind of a it was an interesting time. Metal was really hurting through the 90s. And it really was. I, I, yeah. I, do, I do think that had had metal stayed on the upward trajectory it was on, I don't know if it would have been widely as, as accepted as it was. April 5th, 2017, Barry Manilow didn't come out of decades fearing disappointing fans. I mean... Barry Manilow. And it's like, yeah, okay. Not, not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, same mm-hmm. situation. It's like, yes. you wrote a song called Hellbit for Leather and literally have a writing crop. I don't know what you expected. I don't know. Like, like what is what is like you, the signal couldn't be any stronger, buddy. Yeah. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, how did you guys not know? Like, like I spent. I remember being in high school, being like, "Are you retarded? How did you not? How did you not know that?" Like, like I remember there was a kid in my like. Is a douchebag. Yeah, you know he, he was like the fucking faggot. I'm all like, yeah. Seriously, what? Yeah, I remember. What, I, I, had... I just, I just remember being like, what does it fucking matter? He's like, he's fucking great. Yeah, it's, yeah. He's still gonna sing. He's gonna scream and wear leather and be it's... just being Judas Priest. I just, I don't get it. I don't. No, I, we had the situation because we were in high school and we had the same situation where it's like. We, you're, we're all young, 13, 14, 15. You're learning about all these legacy acts. And like, you try to get into fucking Judas Priest. Did you say legacy? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like they're. Oh, they're, I do. I yeah, just, yeah. I think it's funny whenever I hear that term. Well, they're, they're, uh, they're an older, you're young, young kids learn about like Metallica and Priest, all the big names. And we start, you learn about Priest and you find out that. That he Rob Halford's gay, and there's a split down your friends. That half of them are like, I don't fucking care. Other half's like, that's weird. I don't know if right. I can like them now. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, well, I think it's. I think he's I, great. I think it's for. I think the people that have a problem with it, mm-hmm. I think they have a problem because some of Judas Priest's music at one point has given them a boner. Oh yeah, and then yeah. contextually everything changes, yeah. and then all of a sudden they think it's a boner for another dude, and they go, "I don't, like, oh god, <laughs> I don't like having boners for dudes. I don't like, I don't like that happening." And but it's, I mean, a boner is a boner. What you do with it is up to you. <laughs> Louis C.K. has a new special out where he has a similar joke. That's just like. He's never watched Magic Mike because he knows how Magic Mike ends. Mag- Magic Mike ends with me being gay. <laughs> so he just can't watch it. It's like the fear, just the fear of. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Shit's funny. funny. I walk into the fear. That's what I say. Just, yeah, just fucking go. Just go. Just go. Just go into it. Just, just if, if you need to make out with the dude. <laughs> That's up to you, buddy. Make out with the dude. See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Call us next week, and you know we'll give you no, we'll give you another band to listen to. Haggis, <laughs> oh, the Haggis. Tis the tis the pitfalls of summertime. Windows open. Windows are open. Windows are open, open. Screens up. You know that sort of thing. So all right, all right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay. So all right, a little bit of backstory because yes. you specifically. Yeah. 
Yeah. What do I specifically what? There was some heavy shit that went that went along with. Oh yeah, the, the making of this. album. There's a reason why at least at least lyrically this album is very different than a lot of other, mm. probably most other Judas Priest albums. I you know, I don't necessarily think the lyrics are they to- tonally. Tonally. What do you mean? There's a well. There's a little less like. Um, there's not as you know the sort of like stereotypical cliche metal subject matter. No. Yeah. It's all about um, like like feelings and things. Yeah. This yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. But th- all, I mean, all that dumb shit. <laughs> right. To, but but to be I mean to be you know kind of play devil's advocate. Yeah. Yeah. Judas Priest have had a history of writing love songs. I mean yeah. they have all yeah. the way back to the very first album. There's some changes. Or victim, sorry, changes. Say not, like not the Sabbath, song. the Sabbath changes. Vi- vi- victim of changes. You know, there's a lot that's kind of about love lost sort of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, there's a lot of that in the Judas Priest catalog. So, uh, out in the cold, obviously. It's, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, ballad yeah. on here. But everything else is just kind of, you know, what what I call songs about right now. You know, where you're sort of in the moment. Where you where you are as a person, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs that are, you know. Tonight, a lot of like tonight, and I can't stand to feel this way any longer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. stuff like that that screams right now. There's a lot of that in here, and it's 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 a uh, you know based on the backstory of the album, I can understand why he might have took the lyrics in this direction. Yeah, yeah, because he was dealing with some heavy shit. Some like holy shit, heavy. Yeah, shit. And he, like, he was probably tapping into a vein that made him. Something that kind of made him feel better. So we should probably stop dancing around what yeah, yeah, happened. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So Rob Halford, I just say boyfriend. They, they, they on I, the Wikipedia his, that I was researching, his, his man is. They specifically used the word lover. Lover, okay, <laughs> lover. See, I don't like that shit. My partner, my lover. I no, just say boyfriend, boyfriend or dude. girlfriend. Yeah. Like it doesn't husband dude, it's, wife. It's fine. It doesn't man. fucking matter. Whatever. Just okay. Just his boyfriend. Yeah, gotcha. We'll, we'll yeah, go yeah. with that. We'll go with that. Um, his boyfriend committed suicide. In front of him. Yeah. That was... Oh, sorry. Here it comes. <laughs> Energy drinks. My bad. <laughs> uh, that sucks. That is some, like, shit that I can't even pretend to fathom. Like, I can't even yeah. handle that idea. Like, in front of him. Yeah. Now, this may be more too morbid to ask. I don't know. Is there a... Do we know how... No, okay. I I don't, and I'm not going to ever try yeah, to approach. I, yeah, like I don't, like, I don't feel like I need, I don't need, I'm never going to fucking ask him. But like, I just didn't know if we right. knew how, what happened. Or yeah, anything. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure it's probably out there somewhere. Oh, I'm sure, but yeah. it was kind of one of those things I didn't want to go digging for. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a little too heavy. What? No, not necessarily that. I it obviously it's heavy, but I think it's a little too personal. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like a life changing um, event. Yes, yeah. and that's got to suck. But. Beyond that, obviously, that probably shaped the creative vision of this of this album one way or the other, I yeah. think. But the other interesting thing about it is that Rob got clean. Incredibly so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he stopped, um, uh, stopped drinking, no more cocaine. <laughs> and you can really see it when you watch uh, footage of the Fuel for Life tour that they went out promoting Turbo. When you yeah. watch, there's a concert movie yeah, yeah. that they put out around that time you can get it i think you can get it on blu-ray or dvd whatever some of it's on youtube stuff like that but um you can see just how much fucking better he feels yeah and how good his 
his voice. Even in the video for Turbo Lover, you can see that like yeah, he tri- he, I mean, like, he, tr- he, he, trim- he looks good. Trim- yeah, he trimmed down. He got he got a you know he slimmed down a little bit. He let his hair grow out a little bit longer. I think it's really interesting to watch that concert movie. But I always go back to the lyrics of "Out in the Cold." Okay, um, which kind of, I want to read a little bit of them before we jump into the Turbo Lover video. Uh, I'm laying awake at night. I can't get you out of my mind. All I can hear is my heartbeat and a voice in the dark of some kind. Where are you now? The fears are coming back to me again. Oh, I wish you were here taking good care of me. I want you. I feel as though I'm out in the cold. Out in the cold. Hear me calling. Cold. Out in the cold. Please rescue me. It's sad, man. It is. When you know the the context behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it could I mean it could have been could have been the the fella that passed away, or I don't know, maybe it was a new guy. I don't. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you don't move on to somebody That's, new, yeah, you know, in yeah, the wake yeah, of that. Yeah, so yeah. I, my guess is, yeah, that could potentially be about you know whatever. So kind of yeah, we took it down a notch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. it's it's kind of important to discuss though in yeah. terms of the yeah, yeah, yeah. of the album. All right, so there's a video for Tear Brother. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's got costumes. It's got guitars that are really fucking cool. It's got claymation robot skeletons. We got motorcycles. We got super saturated colors on things that shouldn't be colored. It's beautiful. It's so good. I my when I did a I did a play by play. On the the video again. And the very first thing I wrote was Chroma Key! (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love the sort of monochromatic coloring of it. Well, it's, it's the colors of like the album cover. It's like what it's kind of looking like. Yeah. 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 The reds and yellows and pinks and I, the, and I, you know, I mentioned one of my most favorite Judas Priest moments. (laughs) There goes the flaccid bullshit. There we go. No, we're good. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> the look on your face. It's the cable. I caught the cable and just pulled it down. Sorry. We're good. We good, dog. We good. Continue. Anyway, 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 I got I got a bunch of I got a laundry list of just favorite Judas Priest moments. Moments or moments. Oh, okay. Yeah. Some of my like over I'm I was big of a priest fan as I am Kiss. The, oh yeah, absolutely. I the, probably even like more so. You have the, like the the things of Kiss, like their their merch and their second hand mm-hmm. merch. Yeah. But like when it comes to like fan of a band, like I think you like Priest more than Kiss. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Kiss is like I think I'm more interested in Kiss from like a sociology and psychological. Yeah, standpoint shit's fucked up because <laughs> it's just a big old mess. Yeah. Um. Anyway, anyway, I got a lot of favorite Judas Priest moments. And yeah. one of my most favorite moments uh, in is in this video. Okay, it, is it the dance that he does for almost the whole four minutes of the video? I mean, that dance is amazing. It's yeah, the sort of yeah, like just waving my arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. It's like, so good. His uh, his mannerisms are of of just epic. It's it's just, just it definitely epic, epic. It, it definitely reeks of we need you. 
to sing this song for six minutes in front of a camera with just you. <laughs> like, because that's what it was. All those shots of him are just him right. clearly in front of a green screen. Right, and it's right. like, you have six minutes to kill and you're probably going to shoot it eight or nine times. Yeah. What are you going to do yeah. for six minutes? <laughs> There's a lot of this song, whether you aren't singing, you just got to do something. <laughs> That's, those mannerisms get really loosey goosey uh, after eight or nine takes. I can't even. All right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. One of my most favorite Judas Priest moments is in the beginning of this movie. You won't hear me, wow, <laughs> but she'll feel me. And he's and he, get, and, he and he gives the eyebrow, the eye, and like this like weird like I'm like, holding a snow globe gesture. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like he's like it's like it just screams prepare to receive me. I have to say, and it's you can't not you can't help to like. The what their lyrics immediately get like almost departmentalized in my brain for like I don't know maybe it's this is a very a man of particular sexual interests <laughs> making very forceful generally hetero <laughs> like like what? like generally kind of like reserved for like d- douchebag vocalists write lyrics about fucking chicks <laughs> like that was an 80s thing right right and th- this is rob doing the same thing and then now that we know he's gay it's like it just kind of like you may you think about it more you're just like oh yeah yeah like I, you just, I think it, it has more weight to it almost. yeah I, th- I think you're stereotypical well i'm a dude and i like chicks you yeah know i mean i think why can't that cross over to i'm a dude and i like dudes right <laughs> like, well what i think i to me what makes it so funny is just the sheer amount of people that are are uncomfortable <laughs> for you know like yeah they're all like <sighs> <laughs> He's, 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 he's gonna fuck a guy. I mean, yeah. You know, like. You think Rob Halford's a tender lover? <laughs> I'll tell you this much. Yeah. I'll tell you this much. With as, with as well-spoken. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and just kind. Yeah, he's a fucking great and, dude. And what I, what I would, what I would call classy yeah what i would call yeah. classy i would guarantee you i would get i would i would put i would put money on this bet that he is I'm sorry I hands, this up. hands down one of the most generous lovers yeah that yeah. you could ever all about you yes all about you <laughs> what do you need me to do <laughs> no. just i can't, I can't at, do a rough just, just look at his instagram and it's just like you are a fucking champion. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. He's just, it's along with the fact that he, there, man, again, it's a touchy waters about the, the, the gay, like, stereotype. Sure. But like, sure. there's the gay stereotype and he kind of like falls in line with a lot of those. But on top of that, he's also old now. So he's like an old stay at home wife. He's always like, gardening and doing like doing cute things that like old women do and it's like god rob you're so cool i fucking love you you're the best (laughs) you're just you and i love it i love that you're just you i have like hashtag major boner (laughs) 
for Rob Halford. Rob's the fucking man. Like we had a, I put I put up something about something on the Facebook and the comment thread just turned into I would absolutely go gay for Rob Halford. You oh, know, good. Like that's where everything yeah. went. I'm like, okay, good. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, the subtext. Rob's the fucking coolest. The the the, the, the subtext. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, yeah. Because of. Rob's sexuality does it comes through. It, yeah, it. Pl- I think it plays with people's heads that yeah. that struggle with that. Ah, you know it. what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's. I think to when, me that's almost more interesting. Than, I think the yeah. intro of this album, whether he's talking about a man or a woman, is equally as awkward. Because <laughs> <laughs> that intro of the word discussing is really awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you won't hear me, but you'll feel me. And he's and like, the, and I, the eyebrow raise. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, Rob, whoa. But and then it goes on without warning. Yeah, and it's like something's <laughs> dawning. Listen. <laughs> <gasps> that video is very Mad Max. I gotta too. look at. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, that was the that was the thing. Yeah. Um. Without warning, something's dawning. Listen, <laughs> then within your senses, you'll know you're defenseless. Like <sighs> you got, you got nothing. You got nothing. You got nothing you can do. What? Now, now your heart beats when you run for cover. I the when you watch this, when you watch him do this song live yeah. on that Fuel for Life tour, he does. He's wearing this neat jacket. Yeah, like sort of like a Mad Is it the Maxi jacket he has jacket? on in the video. Because that when, jacket's also cool. It, when he says heartbeats, he sticks his hand in his jacket. Um, yeah, and he, and he pushes it out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his heart is beating. I'm all like, like that's <laughs> the the only people that would think of that are someone that like goes to the theater. Yeah, you know what I mean, and has yeah. like has like a very good understanding of how to perform. Yeah, and how to make sure you're connecting with everyone. In Rob the- Halford is one of the best performers in heavy metal. Yes, hands agree. down. Him and Dio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some young, younger guys who do really good stuff too. But like in the <laughs> what we refer to as like the old guard. <laughs> yes, oh, right, right, it's, right, right. it's no, Dio I get it. and I get it. and Rob. I would say, I mean, say what you want about Black Veil Brides, but I think they're doing something right. Andy, their singer, has got his shit together. I, I mean, mean he, like he said, really does. And they're selling albums and touring the world. They're doing something right. I've watched him live, and I think he's. I mean, he's he handles himself on stage really well. Yeah. But anyway, Black Veil. But um, anyway, okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, this. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, the uh, shit. Hold on. There it is. Um, their drummer, Dave Holland. Yeah. Okay. Dave Holland was the longest tenured drummer of Judas Priest up until Scott Travis. Okay. Scott Travis has been in the band since Painkiller, and that would have been like 90, 91, 91 92, somewhere yeah. in there. Um, Scott Travis has been in the band since Dave Holland left. Um, now we all know about Dave Holland. Mm-hmm. We all know the issues with the sexual assault mm-hmm. with the young boy. That happened some years ago. I can't remember when. Yeah. But we all know that was going on. But that aside, okay, I had a funny moment because they literally stuck one shot of Dave Holland in the video. I didn't see a bass player or a drummer the whole time. Literally one shot. Yeah. And what? (laughs) And one of the one of the most interesting things about how they handled the motorbike. 
yeah. scenes. Yeah. Rob's got a bike. KK's got a bike. Glenn's got a bike. Mm-hmm. And they put the fucking rhythm section on a bike with a, like a side a car. A side car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means like, to me, that's like, it's a fucking afterthought. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Dave Holland, he's in very few of, of any kind of promotional material. Yeah. He's not on the posters. I mean, it's definitely the KK and Glenn show when it comes to musicianship in that. Oh yeah. Yeah. In yeah. That band, so. But what's really interesting is because day or Ian, the bass player, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, KK are the longest tenured yeah, guys yeah. in the band. They were there before Rob and Glenn was, um, I think, I don't know. I'll have to go back. But it just fucking killed me. Because I remember the first time watching this video going, did they put, a, they put the fucking rhythm section with the one with the sidecar? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not even an actual sidecar. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, it's like, like a, some Mad Max It looks shit. like a skateboard with handles. You yeah. You know, like... It just. I love the scene. I love the scene in the video where they're it. trying to make it look like the robot man is chasing them, and they just like <laughs> just cut away. And no, no, it's, it's just the robot like in front of the screen, like his back's to you, and he's just kind of like jiggling. <laughs> He's just, he's just jiggling like he's supposed to be on the road, and he's just like jiggling a little, and it's like, ooh, that's bad. And then the band turns to the left, like down this other road, and the robot is like right behind him, and he does not turn. Because they can't make it look like he's turning, because he's not in the footage, so he's just jiggling. It's like, oh, man. Oh, the 80s were a beautiful time. I like the uh, the random, just the random few cutaways of the chick on the bike. Yeah, and chasing a tire that, they, yeah, when, yeah. when they say crash, and the tire rolls, and it's just this, like, ass and a thong, just, like, chasing a tire. Just real, like, real feminine and, like, with heels on. It's like, what is this? How was she, if that, if she crashed hard enough, that tire went that far. If she just, she, if she just got up and ran after it, she is either on PCP or a fucking superhero. <laughs> What's the, uh, what do they call PCP? Hog? Is that what it is? What? <laughs> it's called. I've never I think heard that. People call it hog. We have discussed though that our our uh, so, our knowledge so on naive. our knowledge on the drugs are. Would you like to smoke some grass, Dustin? <laughs> this morning. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. I did. Thirty-two pots. One small mound of the angel's dust. And smoked four pots. You know what's even funnier? <laughs> We're recording this on 420. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, I was on the way here, and my girlfriend was like, don't get hit by high drivers. And I was like, what? And, and she was like, it's 420. And I was like, oh, shit, hashtag 420 blazer. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag 420 YOLO swag 360 no scope YOLO swag mm, I'm Ugh. so high right now I am the highest Hey you Who? Me? Yeah, you listening to this episode of Music the Lifeblood Since you're getting this shit for free Why don't you do Music the Lifeblood a favor? Okay If you're listening to this show on iTunes Then leave a rating and review even if you hate it. If you're not on iTunes, is there a like button? Yes. Then hit it. And don't forget to share this episode on whatever bullshit social media platform you're into. All right? All right. Fuck yeah. 
Music the Lifeblood. All right, anyway. Uh, yeah, number three, literally one shot of Dave. Yeah. I <laughs> watched the video. It's like, I didn't see a drummer or, or a bass player. Like, maybe they were busy that you, day or you something. You miss it. You miss it if you're not looking. Yeah. I was like, I, I didn't see either of them the whole it's time. There. Oh, it's there. It's there. Absolutely. Um, and then the next thing I wrote was, I like Rob's dance. It's so bad. He's all doing this sort of like, um, like, come hither sort of. You know I, it, what I mean? Like pulling, it, it reminded like me pulling your rope, pulling the rope to bring you over. Yeah, it reminded of. me very much of the dance the weird guy does in the Eddie Murphy video, <laughs> like the T Rex jazz. Ju- yeah, dance. just the awkward like I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just going to do something. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of the. Uh, like I said, it's a situation where the video went really good. <laughs> I like song Turbo Lover. Just higher and higher lot. and higher. <laughs> it's, a, it's the situation where, like, he's been standing in front of a green screen singing a song probably more than one time, and you just have to find... You're being filmed the whole time, find things to do. Right. Like, you're going to get a lot of dumb dances. <laughs> how, you know, how much... Like, do you ever see, like, in, in your head, like, in that scenario, do you ever see, like, Rob... Like just giving up and like doing like just standing, just doing like the Watusi or like the Tutti Fruity, do or, the mashed you know. potatoes, <laughs> or like just like picking up change. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that was a thing. I wish that was a thing. It'd be amazing. Can we just get? A, can we just pull some strings <laughs> and just get Rob Halford to like up put him in like a like a uh, like a flat bill. And like some no, some no, no leave him, leave him in like the big leather. Oh, coat. the leather. <laughs> oh no, I need I need him in black skinny jeans and like a suicide silence shirt, and just have him just fucking picking up change, Dude, fucking fighting invisible ninjas, doing the gorilla. Yeah, <laughs> fighting invisible ninjas, man. Would you guys like to listen to some bang? <laughs> <sighs> Uh uh oh okay oh this one um there's um there's this little scene where it's kind of tantamount to like Rob Halford's come hither eyebrow yeah where Glenn Tipton looks at the camera and he does this kind of thing I mean, that plays really well for audio. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it like I'm trying. He like, does like this awkward, like I just did something I shouldn't have, and I want you to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that look. Yes, and the only thing I could write was electric. <laughs> what? <laughs> Clint Tipton's his eyebrows are made of electric metal. <clears throat> I, I think there's just so many. There's just so many awkward like glances at the yeah. camera you know what i mean like there's one trying to seduce the camera yeah he, yeah. he, he looked almost like jack nicholson's joker face you know what i mean like oh, yeah like this <laughs> again plays great for audio wait till they get a load of me <laughs> i like that he's Ooh. the worst joker now <laughs> he's the worst joker now no yeah yeah yes yeah <laughs> he's the worst joker now yes <laughs> Trick question: Who's the best Joker? Um, There's only one answer. It's not really a trick question. It's just one answer. Have, one... Ever, have I ever told you about? I th- um, I no. Th- answer the question, then give me the story. <laughs> no, I think I mean, Cesar gonna... Romero. I think he was having an affair with. It was. It was. A, it was another famous dude. I mean, what else? But anyway, um, 
I just thought it was weird. For some reason, Desi Arnaz is popping in, hmm. in my head. And I was like, wasn't... You know, the correct answer is Mark Hamill. <clears throat> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Mark Hamill's the best Joker. No. Yep. No, he's not. Mm, I'll fight you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jared Leto. <laughs> Ooh. You guys like 30 Seconds to Mars? I do, but not as Joker. <laughs> 30, I can't think of... There's very few bands that exist in that sort of pretentious stratosphere. That, and I will say 30 Seconds to Mars is probably the closest thing we have to a stadium rock band these days. Foo Fighters, 30 Seconds to Mars. From that generation? No, from all of them now. Like, no. how many other bands, current rock bands, sell right. out stadiums? The Muse. Okay, Muse, 30 Seconds to Mars, Foo Fighters. Okay. Yeah. They're the closest thing we have to the 80s. I'm just saying, they, they, they exist in a special sort of head-up-your-ass kind of eh, I like 30 Seconds like, Mars. 30 Seconds of Mars, the used in Angels and Airwaves are... Fuck you, the used is great. <laughs> just up there stroking their egos. No. <laughs> Angels and Airwaves is anyway. dead and buried anyway. <laughs> are they done? Yeah. Oh, they are for they years. Tom DeLon's too busy researching aliens, right? <laughs> Um, <laughs> Turbo lover. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, the 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 monster thing. The, yeah, the, the robot, the skeleton, the skeleton robot, robot, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. For some reason, it made me. It reminded me of the scary looking bat winged Eddie thing from Iron Maiden's "Hell Is From Here to Eternity" video. Mm, I'm not familiar off the top of my head. No, you should watch it because okay. I almost I've like I was wondering like I wonder if they got the same production team. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I mean maybe. There's just something real similar about I mean all but, that 80s but, claymation is real similar. Yeah, but yeah. there there's a there's a like an exceptional kind of 80s stereotypical yeah, yeah. like bad video effects. Yeah. sort of thing happening. <laughs> I just I I don't know. It look it's real similar. Like yeah, yeah. just gives me the same vibe. I mean, Fear of the Dark came out way after that, but anyway. Um the run for cover line. I I just I I didn't know what else to put other than like that just it's a little rapey. I mean, this whole song is a little I was trying not to like say it, but it's like well, it's a little rapey, man. <laughs> like a little over the rapey line. I don't think it is. I, I would have to assume that. I, I mean, obviously, this is uh, this this is happening all within the consensual confines of a <sighs> of a monogamous relationship. Is well, I don't even know if it's monogamous, but, but consent is obviously the key word there. You're right. You're yeah, right. And we don't, you know. We keep veering off into real heavy shit. I mean, Turbo Lover. <laughs> turbo, fucking Turbo Lover. <laughs> fucking run okay, for so cover. How, how do you feel about this album? Is this something you enjoy? Or is it too weird for you to really get into being Priest? No, I like this album. Me I too. would not put it in my top five. Oh, no, no. Oh, Priest albums or just albums? Priest albums. Okay, okay. I, oh I was God. like, I, how do you even narrow it down to five? <laughs> like, yeah, just all albums. Well, I do have a single favorite album. I know it's that uh, Elastic that Elastic album. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's weird because it's not Kiss or Priest. It's not. It's strange. Yeah, it affects works. you closely. It does. Um, yeah, I like I like Turbo. Now that said, Judas Priest is different from from Kiss in that. Did you see that? I did. Training. I did. I That's what it. that is. That's training. <laughs> I guess the Wonder Mutt. 
Trying to get antsy. Trying to get antsy. She's hearing the chihuahua barking down the street. Anyway, um, the Judas Priest is different than Kiss in that when when <laughs> you Ju- don't say <laughs> run <laughs> when Judas Priest go when when they surface for a yeah. commercial effort, mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a bit more difficult for Priest. Well, yeah, and I'll tell you this. <clears throat> I, I think Judas Priest are are a tenfold better band Absolutely. Th- than what Kiss is from player standpoint, from songwriting standpoint, that sort of thing. It takes a lot of fucking effort for for Kiss to just get in the right frame of mind to be able to just we're going to write an album mm-hmm. and there's not going to be any sort of like it's not going to be any fucking problems. This is going to write an album. Yes, we're not going to freak out about trying to outsell Bon Jovi or yeah. you know whatever the case is. It takes a just a biblical amount of effort, <laughs> like yeah. biblical proportions it's a lot of, of egos in to, one room yes to get yeah. to get that ball rolling for kiss judas priest not so much judas priest ventured out into this sort of commercial territory yeah and i think they immediately <clears throat> felt ah, uh, yeah not for us yeah. not for us because with as far as uh, the album previous to Turbo is an album called Defenders of the mm-hmm. Faith, which I think 85, uh, 84, 85. I mean, if you want to look it up, you can, I whatever. I wrote it down. But it's 84 or 85. The Screaming for Vengeance, I think, is 83. Um, anyway, Defenders of the Faith is definitely moving in the Turbo direction. Yeah. But they didn't go quite as far. Um, but when you hop, when you sort of hopscotch from Hellbent for Leather, Killing Machine... Over to British Steel, mm-hmm. over to Point of Entry, and then Screaming for Vengeance. Everything kind of works within that group. When you hop from Screaming to Vengeance for def- to v- Defenders of the Faith to Turbo, it still works. Yeah. But if you try to go Turbo to Hellbent for Leather, it's very different. Or Turbo to Screaming for Vengeance, there's something or anything. That works. So, it works the, other, the same way for things after Turbo too, because if you try to compare Turbo to Painkiller. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's so different. Well, Ram It Down is... It, it's interesting with Priest because usually you have... When bands realize, oh, fuck. Yeah. We, we did a bad thing. The next album will be such a drastic change from the yeah. album where they feel like things went wrong. Where it's almost like a 180 degree turn. Yeah. The... the the There's a there's a spike. You know what I mean? There's, there's a spike from Defenders of the Faith mm-hmm. down at the bottom of the pyramid... Turbo at the top, ram it downs on the other side. Yeah, there is a there's a very clear deceleration of that yeah. sort of commercial thing that they're yeah, doing. yeah, you get that on ram it down. So, ram it down to painkiller. Yeah, it's similar enough. It's, it's yeah. continuing to turn that sort of commercialism down. So, this would be a neat conversation from the pit. It's episode. funny. It's, it's a- funny that like <clears throat> they're turning down the commercialism and they're still like one of the biggest bands. <laughs> like <Yeah>. ever <laughs> they, well i mean they they tried it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. they tried they tried it. to do the pop synth thing yeah like, and i think the van halen kind of thing yeah, yeah i don't think they were as good at it as what kiss was with asylum and crazy nights yeah i think asylum and crazy nights are better albums or crazy nights for sure is a better album than what turbo is you think so oh yeah absolutely mm. i think it's i think it's much more well put together what came out in 86 for kiss uh, they didn't do anything in 86. Okay. Nothing yeah. came out. Asylum was 85, sort of, sort of. 
inactive for a yeah, minute. Yeah. And the reason they went inactive is because Ron Nevison, the guy that produced Crazy Nights, was busy. Gotcha. All of 86, and they waited. Gotcha, Paul gotcha, Paul was gotcha. really emphatic about working with Ron Nevison. So, um, anyway... Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I do. I do like this album. I just think. I just think it, it, this sounds. It's definitely like a. People are every band around them, that was big, in that time was doing the synth poppy, sure, synth sure, rock, sure, metal thing, and it's just like fuck. Might as well cash in on it. See if we can what we can do. They tried well, it and they I, were like, they did well. And they were like, eh, I just don't want to do it again. Yeah, like, yeah. I think. Well, I think the writing on the wall was. You know, probably Def Leppard. Yeah, Crew, or, or, Def Leppard. Uh, well, not necessarily Motley Crue, because I, I would put Motley Crue in a different kind of category than... You remember when we talked about uh, hair metal, pop metal? Versus, like, glam stuff. Versus yeah, glam, yeah. that sort of thing. This is this is pop metal. Yeah, for sure. This is pop metal. Motley Crue was still hair metal the whole time. I'd say we're probably into, like, the... We're getting into the synthy stuff of Van Halen, too. That's right around the same time. Oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're living in a post nineteen eighty four. Yeah, we're so he starts he starts playing that that uh, Hoffner with the head cut off. This yeah. has that really synthy sound, and they're playing keyboards yeah. on stage. And it, it makes me wonder because <laughs> this came out in eighty six. Hysteria came out in eighty seven. Did I say Hoffner? Hoffner. That's a bass. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, this came out in eighty six, and Hysteria came out in nineteen eighty seven. Right? right? Yes, I believe so. Uh, Fact checking will ruin this podcast. Just roll with it. Well, no, I I actually want to. Yeah, wanna, yeah, I want to see this because I think it's because it might t- it might be sort of indicative of you know what was going on. So yeah, eighty seven August August of eighty seven. So this is quite a quite a big chunk of time before hysteria came out even still yeah makes me wonder with as well as pyromania did that maybe def leppard kind of sent a lot of these bands careening into that direction that's a possibility but this was a commercial success yeah but at the same time uh judas priest is one of those um the 70s carryover bands that were trying to fit in with the mtv generation of of newer bands yeah so which i know i never got that i I don't know. I never understood that. Just keep doing what you're doing. People like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. You know, Kiss, Heart, Priest. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were all trying to fit in with, you know, what was going on. And it's, I don't know, the, the, 80, the 86, like 84 through like 87 was such a really weird time for metal because- It was a big swing. Yeah. You, you, think, think about all at the same time, you have old legacy acts trying to stay current. Mm-hmm. You have- New bands that are you have you still have hair bands coming out and hair bands that are already established like L.A. Guns are still doing the things like right. like that's those are new bands at that time still sort of yeah yeah and then you still have like Cannibal Corpse taking off <laughs> like at the oh, same yeah, time period I, well yeah I like did. death metal's coming up hair metal's already established the old bands are trying to do some weird synth pop stuff black like black metal was happening black metal was, was yeah venom happen, started so. doing stuff that's like, what I always think like the spe- the the spectrum of metal mm-hmm. it got very broad yeah very very broad around this time. Which is interesting because when you get to Painkiller, I think I think they picked up on there's some heavier shit out there. Oh, absolutely, going on yeah, yeah. And, and we need to go back to that because in the 70s, 
They were a fucking heavy. And in the 70s, they were like heavy, heavy. Like, yeah. like scare parents heavy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is so hilarious to think about now. But I always think the, obviously, the, the, um, we got to make sure we talk about Glenn's flamethrower guitar. Yeah. Before we're done. Okay. Because that's amazing. That was, anyway. I couldn't tell if it actually <laughs> happened or if it was special effect, like really bad special effect. Oh, yeah. Because they put, they put that, filter over it so it was hard to tell yeah, if it was it's an actual flame because i saw guitar. he had fire on the end of his guitar and i was like that's gonna shoot fire and then it did it and i was like i don't know if that actually shot fire or not <laughs> that was weird looking right. uh, we guys just make sure we talk about it. yeah anyway anyway i always i always think of this because in my opinion in mm. my opinion there's you know you know how the 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 tree forks the tree forks at the beetles and the stones you think so? That's yeah. where the whole thing started, you think? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to be able to say the who. Uh, See, I think... But, but, it's, but it's the Beatles and the I Stones. think with this particular topic, it, it splits even way before... Like, at, I guess that'd be after that, technically. But I think it splits more predominantly at Sabbath and Zeppelin. I think that's where it's like oh no, that's but, a split. But that that's where I'm going. Okay, that's gotcha, where I'm going. Gotcha, you got gotcha. you get the the tree the tree branches at the Beatles and the Stones. Yeah, and off of the Stones branch, all of a sudden Led Zeppelin occurs. Off of the Zeppelin branch, Black Sabbath occurs. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. But there there was a big chunk of time where Zeppelin and Sabbath were concurrent. Um, to where almost there's a lot of people that would argue that off of the Zeppelin branch you get Sabbath and priest. And that's what I would argue. Really? Yes. That you get Sabbath and priest. And the two of them both went in some pretty interesting directions, but also you have to factor in deep purple happening too. So, but I think it always comes back to the two bands that really sort of, that really shaped metal specifically is to me, it goes back to Sabbath and priest. And we've, yeah. And oh, you, yeah. I've, and you and I, and you and I have said this a bunch. Um, or we, we've said this on Music to Lifeblood all the way back to like season one that Sabbath is heavy, but priest is metal. Yeah. The, 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 the comparison I was always told or have even noticed myself is that <clears throat> priest is the first quote unquote metal band to be metal all the time. Like there, mm-hmm. there, you have guys like Sabbath and stuff that came first, but there were some songs like I would never hear hole in the sky and be like, that's fucking metal or like, that's just, it's, it's hard rock, but it's not metal. And like right. most of pre stuff is like, it's fucking metal. <laughs> and it was always metal. Yeah. It was never that like, is it metal? Is it not metal? Even turbo, like for its time and when it came out what judging by every their peers and what they were doing this sure. was still like undoubtedly metal it was commercial a, yeah a kind, but it was yeah, yeah. A kind of metal it was sure. never it never had that folk element that all those early metal bands like proto metal bands had right it was day one it was fucking metal <laughs> i'm always <clears throat> i'm always in awe at the how how much the the judas priest catalog can one side to the other the, the swing s- swings the yeah. pendulum goes one way or the other you can go all the way back to something like rockarola or stained class or um uh sin after sin or what i mean whatever you go all the way back to those first three albums and uh 
I mean, it doesn't sound like it's the same band. You know no. it's the same band, but yeah. it doesn't sound like the same band. Because the neat thing about Priest is that Priest changes as... Like, it changes concurrent with how metal at large was changing. Yeah. And I think you can you can look to Priest and be like they were a genre definer. But I think, yeah, there's some of that happening. But I do think what's neat about Priest is that they were able to, on their own, sort of weather the changing of the times. And to be able to, to remain current in the sense that they grew at the same rate that yeah. metal at large was growing. And everything also, like, everything they do <clears throat> still sounds like Priest. Like, even if it's different, like Turbo, mm-hmm. like, it still sounds like Judas Priest. Yeah, they never, yeah, they never went yeah. so weird that it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's all, it's, there's a common thread. We never had the Elder <laughs> from <laughs> Judas Priest. Well, yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. There's an album called Nostradamus. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I am Nostradamus. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's their one foray into conceptual yeah. album writing. Meh. I don't want to say it's bad, but... Uh, it's different. It's... Uh, yeah, that's... What year did that come out? That was... Strong. It was after Angel of Retribution. They got back together in, I believe, 2005. So I knew it was one of the quote-unquote so newer ones. That would have been like 2007. Yeah, because I remember being in high school and seeing that come out. That's why I didn't want to just be I, like, what, what year was that? I thought it was like 2008 is what I thought it was. It's but, somewhere in the, the yeah. like 2007, 2008, somewhere around there. Um Ugh. Real God. interesting album. Yeah. Really, really interesting. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Turbo. <sighs> yeah. I, I love it. I really enjoy it. It has... We discussed it briefly before we had the break to, to, for the, the intro, if you will. Right. This fits a very specific 80s niche. Oh, yeah. That I... Yeah. That I there's a lot of it. Like, way more than you'd think. You can... If you can take an 80s song, and if it sounds like it'll fit on the Transformers 1986 soundtrack. <laughs> I'm gonna love it. And this fits right... Th- anything that sounds oh, like... St- absolutely. Anything that sounds like Stan Bush wrote it. Yeah. It's like, yes. You got to touch! You got the power! Yeah! That just clipped all the fuck. You know his other song? That song You know his other song? Which one? Gotta believe uh, you can't survive. <laughs> Dad, you got the future uh, in your hands. Have you ever um have you ever watched Boogie Nights? No, I don't Oh yes, excuse me, yes. The scene where they're in the recording studio. <laughs> yeah. It's you got the touch. That's what they're working on. <laughs> That's the song they're recording. That's and it awesome. is awful. It is garbage. <laughs> it's, oh. it's incredible. Yes. Yes, that's it's it's funny. We both wrote it down. Yeah, when you said you said this needs to be on the Transformers soundtrack, and then I pulled up my pad and I went, I wrote that too. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, absolutely. There's it, it, there's a whole bunch of '80s stuff <laughs> that just falls right into that category. Yes. <laughs> Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Yep. Yep. Ju- Judas Priest Turbo. Uh, I I would put like like some of Kiss's Crazy Nights album. I would put some I, of Van Halen's and stuff. Yeah. They're like their ballads and stuff. You could like 
throw into like a heartfelt moment in that movie. <laughs> throw it on. Fits perfect. I fucking see Hot Rod running in slow motion, right? Fucking to that. Or when they burst out of Unicron. Fucking awesome. I always want, whenever I watch the Transformers movie, I want like. I want the the good guys to have music. For anyone listening who has not seen that movie, do yourself a favor and watch that movie. Transformers. It is way better than all of that Michael Bay bullshit. (laughs) It is worlds better. I think it's funny that they put Dare to be Stupid. Yeah, by Weird Al. Yeah, because that... that, uh, that scene where they're the like junk, uh, the junkatrons, junk, junk bots, yeah, junk bots, and which are voiced by John Cleese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's so strange. It's so. It's strange. one. That's one of those moments that, like, we talk. We've had a, a discussion before about like defining moments in your life. That's like, I want to do whatever this is. <laughs> that's one of those things. I saw that when I was little, and I was like, I don't know what I'm listening to, but I need it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I need more of this. <laughs> One of those moments always, that make you who you are. I I I desperately desperately want whenever Galvatron is on uh, is on screen, I just want Cannibal Corpse to play. Why? Because it's just it's the perfect foil. When Galvatron's on screen? Yeah, he's the bad guy, right? Yeah, it's cuz Megatron gets killed <laughs> and Unicron brings him back and it's Galvatron voiced by Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> yeah, so I, can, I mean, that's fair, I guess. I just wanted to be ultra, like, morbid angel. <laughs> <laughs> Bow to me faithfully. <laughs> Bow to me splendidly. Seriously, just just watch that movie, because, like, it's so fucking 80s metal. That movie, that movie, if <sighs> Judas Priest Turbo was a movie. It'd be that movie. It would be that It'd be movie. that movie. It'd be, it'd be that or... Like a John Cusack movie. <laughs> Why? From like 1985. That's no. that's what it would No, it would be. Turbo is like One Crazy Summer. Better Off Dead. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're going for. Uh, 16 Candles. Like all kind of like, yeah. all sort of like distilled down and they somehow managed. The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow they yeah. managed to distill those movies into audio form and this is what you got. That's really good. That's, yeah. Mm. It, it, you could, t- if you wanted to build a time capsule that was. This is the 80s. You could put Turbo in there. <laughs> just Turbo. Just, you could, for just the music section of the 80s, <laughs> just slide Turbo in there. And it's turbo. like, there you go. That's everything you need to know about 1986. I think the weird thing, the weird thing about this album is that you could see, you could see like a Berlin, a Berlin fan picking this album up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Around that time, yeah. or like a, uh, um, like a Duran Duran fan. Yeah. 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 Be like, I think I like metal. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. It's, it's like, it's synth metal, man. It's, synth, it's like almost pop music. Like take a little distortion out of those guitars and it's pop music. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm your turbo lover. I bet I could, like, I could see Lady Gaga covering turbo lover and it'd be fucking rad oh yeah yeah, yeah. she pri- already likes metal a or whole private lot, property so. yeah keep your hands off private property <laughs> i like lo- i don't know lyric some of the lyrics on here they're not they're are bad 
they're corny. I wouldn't say they're bad. Uh, they're corny. Corny. corny is a good way yeah. to put it. It's not – most of them aren't too, like, susy. And that's when things get bad. That's <laughs> when things rhyme too much. Yeah, it's yeah. In, it's interesting. One of my favorite Judas Priest songs, um, uh, "Rapid Fire." Mm-hmm. We've we've talk, <laughs> we talked about on the the, uh, <laughs> the lyric episode, pounding the world mm-hmm. like a battering ram. It's hard. To, it's interesting to go from that to this. Yeah, that's a big. I mean, that's a big change. But I mean, uh, it still works though. A lot of bands do that. I mean, it's not a not a huge thing. What's what's the because because. Oh shit! We hit the 30th anniversary of this a while back. I forgot. like February. Yeah, I forgot yeah, like about just that. Just a couple months. They did that. That's what I listened to. And I listened to the album. I listened to the new one. Oh, the remastered. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cut. You see the cover of it? Yeah, it's the same thing. Remastered. <laughs> it's just brighter. No, the cover is different. Cover is it? Because yeah. the, the one that I had was this, but with better colors. It was this like peppermint, uh, peppermint candy dick thing. Yeah, it's it's just like the colors are better. Yeah, it's darker. Well, I guess. It's the same. Yeah, yeah it's like purple and yeah. yeah, that's yeah. It's the same cover though. It's the colors are just different. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, what's what's the legacy of Turbo? I think it's or Turbo Lover. I think or it's just all of Turbo. Probably one of those things that you can say got a lot of people into metal as like they stuck their toe in the water with Turbo. Well. And then moved forward from there. It hit number 17 on the Billboard Top 200. It was... And it uh, very quickly fell off. It was 33 in UK as well. Oh, really? It hit top, top uh, 33 in the UK top charts. So, Which I figured it'd be the other way around. Figured it'd be bigger in the UK than it was here. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Priest is real big over there. Still. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 They're huge in Europe. Yeah, most bands that aren't shit are, yeah, or most bands that are, <laughs> like, we like them here, but there's some source of problem, like, <laughs> like when, when things get, when what things get, when things get judged <laughs> very harshly here for really dumb reasons, everybody go, everybody though, yeah, everyone yeah, in yeah, Europe right, just right. ignore those dumb reasons and let, <laughs> just like the good shit, like, right, right. Well, what's the, yeah, it probably did expose, it probably exposed yeah. a generation of, you know. Because you're going to start here and then you're going to be like, what else has Judas Priest done? And you're yeah. going to get like hell bent for leather. It's funny, and- it's funny if they're all like, oh, I really like Turbo. Oh, Painkiller. I mean, that's that's a big jump. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> going the just, other way, though. Just like, you go, oh, yeah. With yeah, Painkiller yeah. being yeah. your first. Like, what else did they do? This Turbo album's pretty famous. And just like, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> no. I don't want to be your Turbo lover, Judas Priest. <laughs> I don't want to feel you coming. I think, what did um, uh, Wild Nights. Yeah, Wild Nights, Hot Crazy Days. Yeah. As, um, uh, that's also one of the first songs they downtuned for ever. Hot and Crazy Nights, or hot, Wild oh, Nights, yeah. Hot Crazy Days, and Reckless. What'd they downtune to? Are, uh, I don't know. It just says they did not play an E standard for Reckless and uh, Wild Nights. It'd be funny if they downtuned to like... I'm sure it's probably... To like B. I really doubt that. <laughs> I can almost imagine it was probably just D. <laughs> it was roughly just Dro- drop, drop, D. drop D. Yeah, not even drop D standard, just drop D. Everything else stayed the same. 
Just now our now our chords are just one finger instead of two. Is all it really changed? I like I don't know. Anyway, I was thinking about that song, and I feel like that song kind of like says it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if, tur- if you took Turbo Lover off of the you know, right, yes, hit my face on the mic because I'm an idiot. <laughs> if you took Turbo Lover off of the album, you would go, okay, Wild Nights, Hot Crazy Days. Yeah, that's what the album would be called. Yeah, if it wasn't, yeah. I it's I don't know. To, to me, I think it's kind of like the elder. That's what you meant. We were talking about the elder earlier. It's kind of like it's kind of like Judas Priest's El- well, Notion Ramos. It's of the classic era of Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah. it is kind of like their elder. It's just it's one. Every, a lot of bands have that one album that's like let's just try something, let's do something different, right. and this is one that they did it and it worked. Like they they eventually went back to what they were doing before, right. but like this was a commercial success. It was a commercial success, yeah. but it pissed off a whole lot of oh, Judas Priest fans. Of yes, the hardcore fan base fucking was mad. <laughs> I about, hate that shit about shit. <clears throat> I hate that shit. Yeah. I hate that shit. At the same time, I am guilty of that. So oh yeah, because I fucking hate that sevenfold album. <laughs> hey, tail to the king! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it makes you chafe. It. Let's not. Let's not go down. <laughs> let's not go down. Tail to the king. I don't have time for that today. <laughs> let's. I have hours, and I don't have time for that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- to me the 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 probably the the legacy of of this song or the album or whatever it is. Yeah. I think it's um it's like uh you know, if you like this, you're probably a diehard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. If you, if you can yeah. really sink your teeth into this album, that means you're... See, I don't think that's necessarily... Maybe maybe then that was true. Right. But like now, like I like Judas Priest a whole lot, but I am an, I don't like them the way you do. Right. You were a diehard Priest fan. Right. I enjoy a lot of Judas Priest, and I still really like this album. Yeah. So. I think uh, some of the songs you can take them or leave them, but I always like... I like the solos on this album. Oh yeah. The the end of the solo in Turbo. I don't know what he's doing, but it sounds like a gun. I was like, I've never heard that in any other solo I've ever. I wonder what guitar he played it on. Because um, Glenn Timpson's got some real fucking interesting guitar. In the video, he's playing a hammer. Yeah. But I don't know what he that, recorded it that on. Fucking that fucking nuts weird ass white v, and black hammer. Yeah, yeah. Weird ass almost V Explorer like mix. Yeah. It's yeah. weird as hell. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I love He's weird He's played guitars. that thing forever. If that's the one he played it on, I could have swore he has a kill switch in it. Yeah, like the arcade button kill switch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that's I was actually going to bring that up is that like both guitars in this video are interesting, beautiful guitars. And I love when bands care about gear. Like, And Priest has always had really good gear and really cool guitars. Yeah. That's I, like who fucking plays hammers? Like even then, nobody really played hammers. Glenn Tipton fucking makes yeah. it sound amazing. Yeah, that's like his trademark thing. Yeah, he had a for a long time. He had an SG that he played, but I don't, I don't know that. I don't think it was a Gibson, but it was an SG shaped body. It's one of those things where it's just like even in the, like now there's so many weird guitar companies that exist that are like small niche guitar companies that are like custom order that like 
when you see one of those, it's like, oh, fuck, this guy cares about his gear. Yeah. And back then, if you had a hammer or a Kramer, it was like, fuck, <laughs> this guy, is, he's into gear. <laughs> yeah. Because those are yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. This album, it's, if, 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 if it's, if anything. Yeah. It's just a very interesting little epoch of time for the band. That is, it. to me, definitely worth revisiting. And oh, yeah. If I mean, if you don't get to just watch the fucking Turbo Lover video. Yeah. Just watch that video and just have your ass rocked. <laughs> By the weirdness. By, this is fucking nuts. Um, also, this went uh, certified gold and platinum. Oh. Yeah. Thought I'd throw that out there. I found that out. It, okay. Also, it went gold, and then platinum came really quick after. Yeah, and then it dropped off the face of the planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of people bought it, and then a lot of people fucking hated it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I understand wanting to do something different, but a lot of people get really fucking upset about people Shit. doing new stuff. And it's like, yeah. man, think about it from maybe it's easier for me because I'm still an active touring musician. So it's like you get bored <laughs> playing the same shit over and over <laughs> and over and over. Right. Like you want right. to progress as a musician. Yeah. So like a lot of people don't want that. A, a consumer wants the product they enjoy. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's interesting. This was during an era where a band could roll the dice. Yeah. And See they, what happens. they'd be okay. They yeah. would be okay afterwards because it was it was way easier for fans to forget about that era. Yeah, because, because the internet wasn't around. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't access. You don't like that, that album? Yeah. put that album away and yeah. wait for the next one instead yeah. of being constantly reminded on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the shitty album they put out? I also didn't realize this was their tenth studio album. Yeah, it's been around. But holy, it's eighty six. Usually, usually when bands have a tenth studio album, it's like. 40 years. Yeah, like. they they were in they were in their late 30s, early 40s yeah. by this point. It's still just crazy that's already a 10th album in 86. Like, yeah. cuz they're still they were still they're still current. Like they're still putting out albums that people still enjoy. Yeah. It's just crazy how how like they have so much fucking content. Yeah. They've been so around, much they've content. They've been around 40 plus years. Yeah. That's amazing. It's nuts. It's nuts. So anyway, Turbo. Turbo, man. It's fucking good. Turbo Lover. Fucking uh, Thrust 86. Thrust 86, as I like to affectionately call it. (laughs) Thrust 86. Oh, my God. Whatever. All right. feels like we're wrapping it up. Oh, yeah. For sure. All right. Uh, We have a Patreon. We do. We would really enjoy your money in our pockets to fuel this train. (laughs) If you just go to patreon.com, search Music the Lifeblood, you'll find it. There's a way for you to just throw money at our face. At the very least, go enjoy the funny video. (laughs) At the very least. The video was fun. It was fun. It was real fun. You ate the laptop. You smeared mustard on your laptop. (laughs) The Music the Lifeblood laptop. I I was against that decision. You were like, no, it's fine. I was like... (laughs) All right, man, that's fine. I literally spilled Kool-Aid on this thing. Like, you can't stop it. It seems to be that that you're the one who's older than me, and you're the one who's supposed to be like, I'm the Padawan in this situation, and I'm (laughs) constantly the one being like, Dustin, fucking quit it. That's bad. We can't bring a dead raccoon in your house. Like... That was a thing. That was a conversation. We had once. Uh, that's still happening. No, it's not. That's going to happen. Uh, anyway, we have a Patreon where you yes. can, we can do crowdfunding bullshit. What if we, we, this isn't cheap. No. It isn't cheap. I did the Music the Lifeblood taxes the other day. Oh, fuck. I forget the word LLC. <laughs> Twas not fun. <laughs> not getting any money back. Fuck. 
No, we turned a profit. What? We turned. A, oh a, shit! Like uh, in a way. I mean, I, I assumed. <laughs> I assumed. And, uh, and you know, equipment costs. Uh, things like mics. We just got know, a new mic. Editing software. You know, just all kinds of storage fees for the for the actual episodes on SoundCloud yeah. and stuff like that. So. Um, there's different things you can do. You can go from $1 all the way up to 500 and you can get stuff with, mm-hmm. it, with everything but $1. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, can get, you can get all kinds of stuff, whether it's like Music to Light Blood merch, that sort of thing. So, um, Phil, it looks, it's looking like we're going to start making some shirts pretty soon. So, Thank God. Um, uh, <laughs> there you go. There's that. And then, uh, obviously, all the social networking bullshit. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter, Tumblr. all of a sudden, becoming a thing again. Yeah, I don't know. I why who who of you is guilty? <laughs> like I'm t- speaking to our audience. Right. Stop it. <laughs> Use something else. I'm getting Twitter notifications like 12 to 15 times a day now, yeah. and that's been dead yeah. for years. I hate Twitter. I hate it so much. <laughs> and then the other shows on YouTube, uh, Conversations from the Pit, and then obviously Vinyl Thursday. Yes. Um, as long as I'm not completely burnt out and I yeah. have time to make an episode. So yep. there it is for you. All right, all right, that's it. Yep. Go listen to Turbo. Good stuff. Uh, music, Lifeblood, something old. Something new. What are you listening to? 